Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Home of comedy, <laughs> culture, adventures, and ghosts. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watch Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat is a 2007 American anthology horror film written and directed by Michael Doherty. The movie contains five interwoven stories that occur on the same block on Halloween. A couple finds out what happens when they blow out a jack-o'-lantern before midnight, a high school principal has a secret life as a serial killer, a college virgin might have met the right guy for her, a group of mean teens play a prank that they take too far, and a hermit is visited by a unique trick or treater. Um, I think you fucked up the pronunciation of the movie there. <laughs> Listen to this fucking guy. I don't know if he's just cracking a joke yeah. or if he genuinely was not listening before the conversation. No, no, I was yeah. listening. Okay. I was listening. Okay. Okay. I heard the whole thing. Yeah. Because when, 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 that- when, you, when you did the, the title, Tom yeah. looked at me and I thought, oh, he doesn't know that we just had the conversation. Right. No, 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 no. just had yeah. that conversation. I, I heard the conversation and I went, ah, oh, I have no choice but violence. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like idiot. Uh, great fucking movie. Yeah, though. I really enjoyed this it. This is delightful. Mm-hmm. This should be popping off. Yeah, was yeah. it Cargill that said this? Yes. So let me tell you why this wasn't popping off because it's it's too tragic a fact for me not to share at this point. Oh, nice. So the film was originally slated to be released in October 2007, of course, for a Halloween release. This to me feels like what Christmas movies feel like at Christmas. Yes. This feels like that for a Halloween Yes, 100%. It's spooky, goofy. Yeah. It's everything beautiful. It is dripping in sort of that Halloween aesthetic. It is like literally like equivalent to Christmas movies that are just so over the top, decked out in Christmas. This is that for Halloween. It's very much a movie made by someone who loves Halloween. Yeah. Loves the aesthetic, loves the the vibe of it all. I wish we did it more. I'm seeing more of it. Mm. And I find it so funny that there's this subset of um, cunts uh, in this country who are (laughs) like, oh, why are you bringing an American... What? What do you mean? Like, why don't we? Yeah. We have a public holiday for fucking horse races and dumb and the king's not even the king's fucking birthday. Right? Men yeah. kicking a ball around. Who gives a uh, shit? No, no, whoa, no, no, no. whoa, whoa! <laughs> Put some respect on it. Bro. Whoa, 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 whoa! They got the exact reaction. But, I was for. but as right. for Halloween, yeah, when you do, when you see people in Australia complain about it, yeah. it's kind of like you don't mate, participate. It's not for you. It's for the kids. No, it's for Look the, at the kids. kids who fucking from like four o'clock are going right. around in a cool little costume and having like having a great having time. Like 
a memorable, beautiful night that yeah. they look forward to. Like, yes. Why would we not want to create more situations and experiences like that for all of us? Mm-hmm. So the suburb that I live in, which is redacted, really gets behind it. Yeah. Like, it's so good. And because it's da- it also works perfectly in Australia because it's daylight savings. Mm. So it's like, doesn't get dark till like 8.30. Yeah. So like, you'll be coming home from work. It's five o'clock. There's kids in costumes. There's parents in the park. There's people with decorations. Yeah. Absolutely pops off. And like, yeah. people coming and knocking. I've always got some tr- treats ready to go just in case. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes I don't make it to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and where I, where I live in Redacted, certain houses... Ha- so weird we're in the like, same suburb. Not everybody <laughs> Not everybody gets behind it, obviously. Yeah. But there are a lot of houses that put in like a shitload of effort. Yeah, and yeah. that's cool. And that's when the kids know and the parents know, all right, let's go into this area exactly. and check out this that's one. That's what I think. They're not knocking yeah. on every door and... You know, dealing with dickhead, grumpy old guy. Right. They're dealing with like people who are you opt in. Who, yeah. who are like, this is a great thing for kids. It's exactly. Awesome. It's great if, for the community. If you decorate your house, you, you're good to go. Yes. You're welcoming trick or treaters. If you don't, you're not. Yep. yep. It's very simple. That's. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's even how it works in the states. If you oh, don't right. have your light on and you don't have anything out the front, yeah, they won't don't knock worry on you. Then you're a national disgrace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get you get visited You've by the rules. a special trick or treater. Yeah, anyway, yeah. so yeah, let's hear about this tragedy. So this man. this tragedy. So yeah, obviously it was meant to be released on Halloween for obvious reasons, and then it got pulled by one. Brothers without any explanation or reason. They didn't didn't have one, right? So what I read, it sort of says they think that potentially Saw 4 was coming out, was slated for release around the same uh, time. That's right. All the Saw movies had the Halloween release for like 10 years. And so they didn't want to go up against it. So, okay, there was a, there was a brief talk about them. Okay, they're going to release it for Halloween 2008. That didn't happen. Maybe they're going to release it for Halloween 2009. That never happened. Never came out after it had been made for years until finally it was released straight to DVD in October 2009. That is so fucked. Isn't that terrible? It's such a good fucking movie. Also, like, and I'll just use like Oppenheimer and Barbie as an example. Right. There can be two things out at the cinema that people want to watch that at the same fucking and, yeah, time, especially that time of year, yep. Halloween. Mm. Give me all the scary right. movies. Set up a double. Watch yeah. them back to back. That's, oh, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. What's very funny is the so this, studio. Sorry, sorry, so this was just DVD. It never came out. In so cinema. yeah, it was made. It was ready to be released in 2007. Two years later, it goes straight to DVD. I'm glad we're doing an episode about it, so some people who don't know about it like we did. Yeah, can fucking find it and enjoy it. Because next Halloween, I'll put this in. I'll watch it again. Yeah. I really liked it. I will watch it again for Halloween with my partner. Who probably hasn't seen it. Yeah. Can I um, give you a nice fact then? Please. All right. So 2002, it gets its first cinema release. 2012. Uh, sorry. 2022 oh, is okay. what I meant to say. Yeah. It gets its first cinema release. So, f- yeah. f- because it's slowly been growing this Just like as a one-off sort yeah, of yeah. Halloween. Just in, like, yeah, at a few venues. Did it absolutely go off that the is, chain? I have to imagine yeah, it did. Because that's, that's the dream there. Getting a, like, a little cheeky release for Halloween. A bit like how, what's that uh, The cinema in Melbourne that always plays The Room every whatever day? Oh, The Nova, yeah. The Nova, you can go and watch The Room. Mm. I love that kind of idea of yep. re-releasing a movie, making it a bit of an event, dress up in costume, yep. bring a little pumpkin, get some snacks. Yeah. Big fan of it. Have a little boy running around the cinema wearing a sack on his head. Yeah. Do you want to know a fun fact about that little boy? That little boy is a little pervert in the peering in through the change rooms. Yeah. That is it's the same, same guy. Right, right. <laughs> Plays that's why when we're looking at the credits, it's like Sam Peeping Tom. It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, the yeah, Peeping Tom. Tom is a little boy, right. and he also plays uh, Sam, the pumpkin sackhead mm. little trickster. Yeah. Good on him. The spirit of Halloween. Great physical performance. Yeah. Uh, that's magic of cinema, I think, really. Yeah. So you'll have something that just bombs or no one even hears about, mm. and then it, it means a lot to other people. I'm sure Ted Danson is not aware that a film that he made in the mid-90s <laughs> is something that lives in my head every day. <laughs> Do you know, I went onto the Loch Ness uh, letterbox the other day yeah. and was looking through the top reviews. Oh, yeah. I think it was eight of the top ten. Was Sean Carney. 
<laughs> it can't be that many. I think it was eight. Maybe it was like I've seven. It. I don't and, think I've logged it eight one. times. It was a lot. Yeah. Maybe six. Either way, oh. it was over half. There you go. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> no, that's good. You're keeping, but this is the same thing. You're keeping me. I'm glad this got the release because yeah. it just, it's so frustrating. And the irony of Warner Brothers pulling it mm. and years later profiting off Barbie Heimer. Right. That's both those movies. Uh, no, wait. Yeah. Warner Brothers with Bar- uh, Barbie. Barbie, yeah. yeah. Being able to have backing their movie in to mm. come out at the same time as Oppenheimer because it got this weird cultural thing. And then people kept trying to make more of them. Like, I'll oh, go see this and this. Ha, ah, lol. Mm. Saw Patrol. We'll go watch Saw X and Paw Patrol. Right. Like, no, that's the perfect you example. You can't make it. No, yeah. no, no. It has no, to happen no. organically. And yeah. this, is, this is the thing that studios will never understand Yeah, and why all the strikes that have been happening over the last 12 months are so important and that, that proves that they will never understand is they don't get what they're fucking doing. No, yeah. no. They don't understand people. They don't even understand their own product, I think, most of the time. No. I, I'm, I, that bums me out, but I'm glad it, yeah. I'm glad it's got a- That breaks my heart for the filmmakers. Yes. Mickey D, I'm glad you got, I'm glad you got something in, yeah. in there. Well, Tom, weren't you saying that there's going to be a sequel or something like that? Well, so on IMDb, there is a Trick or Treat 2 that okay. has been greenlit. But it doesn't have a date for mm. release, so who knows? Maybe, maybe it only got greenlit on the back of the cult status of right. twenty twenty two. Just to me, they botched something real special. It's this could it have been something rules. that fucking studio could have released a trick or treat movie every year. Yeah, yeah. I, I assume that's what the angle was. Yeah, yeah, you'd think so. And then they didn't even get it right the first three years they had this fucking movie. Oh it's man, so just sitting there. And like we said, it is the perfect Halloween movie. Mm. More I'm talking about. So I haven't, I haven't dropped the review on my letterbox yet. And I was talking, talking oh, mm. it's like a four or five for me. Maybe it's not a five. I'm talking about now, it's going to be, it's going to be a five. Boys. It's good it's for you, man. Good it. for you. I think I'm going to give it a, loved it. I'm genuinely for, for me, it's a really it strong again. four, yeah. I think. Yeah. Just a great, great movie. Great characters, great little, I love a movie with lots of moving parts. Like, like uh, it's, it's so funny, but it's Magnolia, but in a right. completely different way. <laughs> yeah. Those like ensemble casts with Rock all these interconnected up. stories that all take place over the course of like the same period of time. Yes. Yeah. When we started and you said to me, this is going to be four different stories. I was mm. like, ah, oh, really? I kind of was like, I just want to lock in on a thing. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize though four that are going to like Neither overlap. Yeah. yeah. They're all in the same town, all Love in the same that format. And it was really cool. Yeah. I, I think, again, like it's such a great format. It's such a great format for horror stories. I think like- We've all read a few, quite a few horror stories now, and I think horror short stories work really well because yep. they can really come in with a punch and leave they can you just six. get in real quick and ruin your life. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. it. That's what yeah. you want, and that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, which this one does. Like this one starts absolutely fucked off the like, chain. It's 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 happening. That guy's watching porn. Yes, his wife gets absolutely obliterated. Yeah. yeah. Poor, um, who was it? We were looking it up and you were like, who's uh, Leslie Bibb? She's That's competent. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> she blew out a candle blew in a jack-o'-lantern. Well, it's her own fault, mate. Don't be, um, don't be packing up the decorations. Yeah, horny husband warned you. Yeah. So, you know, but I agree. Like, who's packing up Halloween decorations the night off? Yeah, that's wild. That's huge. Well, Leslie Bibb. Maybe people yeah. do that. I, guess. Oh, I can't imagine. Nah, that. I don't think people do. get punished. Boys, when do you pack up your Christmas tree? Oh, ages after. <laughs> February, that. right? Way too late. Never. <laughs> <laughs> also, the twist of how the story so and it's a little bit predictable. We were sort of saying, oh, they're doing this. Right. Oh, they're doing this. Oh, we're doing that. And it's kind of fun to, to like have that thing. Like, again, imagine this like a cinema, packed cinema. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, oh the twist, the reveals, the fun little bits, the the, the genuine spooks. Yeah, yeah. Like, because there are like, it's a bit playful and goofy. Mm. Some of the scares in it, though, like that first sequence where she gets attacked is fucked up. The sequence with the kids coming out of the, yeah, the fog that, is really that. spooky. Oof. Yeah, There's some genuinely spooky beats in it. And then there's also an incredibly funny subplot about a man just trying to kill a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. The principal? Yeah. Yeah. Dylan Baker. 
the evil Ned Flanders. <laughs> Again, like, so we had the Leslie Bibb part, and then we pretty much went straight to him from memory. Or maybe we had the introduction to the girls. I think we did, yeah. The four uh, girls. You, you intro to the girls, and then it's that kid going along smashing all the pumpkins. Right, right. And then you meet you meet Dylan. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, this is interesting. Steve. Because the kid is, like, pretty horrible in yeah. the sense He's of- smashing pumpkins. He's yeah. stealing more candy than he yeah, needs to. exactly right. And then this guy's being so nice to him and mm. chatting with him. Well, being a bit of, like, a being a bit of a cheeky cunt to him. Like, nah, right. come on. Yeah, yeah. Not I think he says diabetes. something. Yeah, not good for your diabetes right. or something is what he says to <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so not nice necessarily, but, yeah. like, you know. And then it takes this kind of hard right turn where the kid just starts vomiting up this- Brown bile goop, yeah. and then the other guy, the what's his, what's the character's name? Steve. Oh, Dylan Baker. Steve Dylan Baker is like very chill about it because, of course, he's poisoned the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Then when you go back in the house, then in like a couple of scenes later, there's just a big bottle that says potassium chloride. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it knows it knows exactly what it's doing. It. It's great. I just I think it's very funny that he just does that. In view of the street, yeah, like on the front, like Amazing. he's he's pretty bad at what he does. Terrible, even when he's digging the grave later. Yeah. Like, come on, mate. Yeah, like anyone, your neighbor could look in and see you. He he sees you standing in a right, grave. Right, even makes a joke about you digging bodies, and you yeah. just kind of like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, I like the idea that he's not a very capable serial killer. Yeah. And then you get the really nice little twist of the kid annoying him. You're like, fuck, he's going to kill his own kid. Yeah. No, no, no. His kid's also a serial he's killer. He's training They're both killing people. That's yeah. my psych. That's the most psycho part. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. But like, because it happens so early, you're like, all right, I'm strapped in. Let's yeah. go on this carnival ride. Mm-hmm. And it plays like a carnival ride. Like it has yes. like all these crazy twists. It's a ghost train. It's a ghost train. Great. Yes, Tom. Like, and it is such a joy to be on that train. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say, uh, just while we're talking around it, what was your favorite Vignette. Ooh, ooh. I think I liked the um, the Anna Paquin one. I really liked that one. That the, was the most satisfying. Great twist. twist. Yeah. Great, great yeah. reveal. We were trying to guess what it was. Yeah. Mm. There's so many like excellent little throwaway lines that when you get the reveal, you go back. Like We were sitting mm. there talking. There's one of the lines where it's like, and you got with a girl. And she's like, yeah, she had a nice ass. And it all tastes the same. And the first point, you're like, huh, horny. She's and the lady, ass. you're like, oh, she did eat ass, but she ate <laughs> the whole ass. And then also the legs. Chomp the cheeks, yeah. chop the whole, chop um, the whole thing. I also quite like the Brian Cox right. segment as well. Just something funny about Christmas watching Carol, like, but Halloween. Watching like a thespian like Brian Cox yeah. just <laughs> battle this fucking thing yeah, was really yeah. great. And that's it. Like so obviously he said it to be like the Scrooge of Halloween. I also read his appearance. They literally give him prosthetics to try to make him look more like John Carpenter. Oh, wow. Well, that, okay. that was the goal. You were, saying, you were saying if you didn't know it was Brian Cox, you might not have picked it. There were times it. I'm like, wow, that really doesn't, yeah. like he's hidden behind all that yeah. stuff. What's the long hair? And yeah. The, I love that there are like so many grandfathers of horror that are just like old dudes with really long hair. I'm thinking John Carpenter. I'm thinking Mick Garris. Like, <laughs> there are so many boys out there just with long, long hair yeah. who are like, fuck, yeah. I love ghouls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My name's two. But that's, yeah. you know, there's probably more that I haven't yeah. named. <laughs> yeah. I, I also, the one with... With the uh, the kids for the with their jack o' lanterns and they're going off to find the kids who are the school the, bus one. The school bus one, yeah. yeah. That looked really fucking. Good. I think th- I was really impressed by that. Both the retelling of the school bus story and all the masks these kids were wearing, and so obviously they're like all just sort of disabled kids. And I even read that they literally got disabled kids to play these parts. Oh wow! They had an absolute ball doing this. <laughs> like genuinely, they said it had a great time. Getting them then to dress up creepy and scary. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's fucking good. Uh, and then I think the aesthetic of like when they went down into the quarry they're like fucking nailed that like that was like like so there's there's this comic book sort of aesthetic around this as well for the front and end credits and i think it played really well because you're like yeah there are scenes where you're like 
boom, that's a that is a scene from a comic book yeah. right there. The shot of her going back up after she's abandoned them and she's just holding the pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that great shot of the lift going up smoke, as they're like helping. Smoke us. machine too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was absolutely pumping. They massive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how much of the budget was on smoke, but yeah. I can only imagine heaps. <laughs> the other great thing about it, there's a little bit of CGI in mm. the there's that one shot when Anna Paquin like looks up and her face kind of elongates into a wolf. Yeah. But for the most part, everything is practical. I'll allow that though. Yeah. yeah correct. Because like, it does look silly, but it's kind of like, no, nah, that's the vibe that they've captured, I yeah. think. Yeah. The peeling off of the skin. Oh, that, oh, like, that was so good. With, like Amazing. clothes. Like they're yeah. peeling their fingers off like gloves. They're yeah. peeling their legs off like long boots. Yeah. Oh. Really great. Can I give you a fact on this? Please. Yes, Sean you Carney, you are going to like this fact. Mm-hmm. So all the werewolves in this film were created by Tatapopoulos Studios, the same studio that, that brought you the Lycans in the Underworld trilogy. <laughs> oh, there we go. Whoa, PT's back. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't recognise him. Uh, well, I, just, I wanted to believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they had a bit of like dog soldier vibe at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think it... Yeah, I don't know. Cinematic werewolves when they're in that sort of de- dog soldier underworld. Right. That's prime time. It's good stuff. Man. Oh, yeah. that's so good. Big fan. Fuck. I'm glad he's still out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to write him a letter. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't pleased to write anyone a letter for ages. Well, Patrick's getting one. He's on the list. Fuck. Did you say it was Tatopolis Studios or something? Was yeah, it? yeah. I love that. Yeah. Go on and look that up. I hope they're pumping out movies every year. <laughs> Fuck yes. But yeah, so like, again, you think like this This obviously is like, oh, goofy little Halloween movie, sort of got Goosebumps vibe, that sort of thing. Yeah. I think uh, to me, like Goosebumps elevated. I really thought they'd done. And it's because they put in the efforts, obviously, like they drenched every scene with Halloween vibes. They made sure every shot had this like beautiful comic book aesthetic to it. The sound, the music was like this. Oh, it's real, It's not Danny Elfman, but it sounds like a, like a vintage Tim Burton, Danny Elfman, kooky, spooky score. Yeah. yeah. And that's- just like honestly, it fucking rocks. Yeah, watch this movie. I'm gonna maybe make it a tradition. Maybe watch it every Halloween. Yeah, I think so. I'd love to do a screening of this if we could. Like, do like a Halloween yeah. party and watch this. Yeah, oh, yeah, I could do that. My house is very small. We'll get it. We'll go to a cinema time. We'll yeah, when he said screening, screening, I think he meant a proper I mean, screening. We'll take over a cinema. Not a, a not yeah, something at redacted. We did get invited to do one in Hobart, so potentially that could be a go up. But go. um. Yeah, it would be amazing too. Watching this with a crowd would be a pure joy, mm. truly. Mm. I think it'd be it's like rife for it. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Boys, where are we scared? There's some spooky shit for sure. Yeah. 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 It doesn't like fall into the hardcore section. Yeah. I, like, yeah, it's creepy. I'm wearing a t-shirt that currently says cowardly custard. Yeah. I'm a cowardly custard. Yeah. yeah. Our baseline is custard and yes. cowardly. Yes. There's some creepy, like especially that last sequence with um Krieg where he's trying to open the door with his fucked up glass fingers. Yeah. And instead of like you assume, oh, it's going to appear at the top of the stairs and waddle down the stairs. Right. It appears like hanging down from the roof, yes. looks at him, and then crawls across the roof. Looks right. massive too on the roof. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a weird angle shot. I'm guessing they had to have like an adult. Yeah, maybe it was man. too unsafe to have the they, kid on the roof. I did read they had a child stunt person. Yeah, that okay. was a yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Like it looks quite sinister and yeah. creepy. But then anytime there was like a, a sort of wide shot of him, like standing in a doorway or something like yeah. that, and he looked so small, yeah. and my mind was just like. 
It's a kid in a costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's the whole idea. The reason that people just ignore him is right. he just looks like a kid, kid in a costume. costume. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. I think the movie's got that balance between silliness and, yeah. and spooks. It's and it really, it really hits it. the brief big time. Yeah, amazing stuff. Yeah. As well as I think the the sort of zombie kids that had gone over in the bus. Oh, they were they creepy. creepy. They were real bad, especially when they were on his doorstep. Yeah. And so, like, when you heard the knock at the door, I think, Tom, you're like... <gasps> It's the kids. He's, yeah. We thought he got away it. With was it was so weird. I was like, yeah. oh, they've redeemed a child. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what's funny? Quite often with horror movies like this, you get to the end and they they just tack on a rude scene right. at the end and you're a bit like, oh, come on, man. Everything yeah. was pretty nice there at the end. And then I'm you, looking at you, Derrickson. Yeah. And then right. you spooked us with that. But this is actually a good one because it's like you get to that point where your mind's like, oh, wait, he didn't deserve to no, get away with no. it. And then, ah, oh, great ending. Well, can I give you a little Easter egg-y thing? Because obviously this all is all interwoven. In the first three minutes, you see those kids leaving his house. Oh, I didn't even pick In the up. first scene. No, why would you? Because yeah. it's in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's across the road. You see that yeah. shot happen where yeah. the little girl, you see the wagon come along with Rhonda the witch. Yeah. She almost gets hit by the Audi, which is the werewolf girls. Right. He's watching this happen from across the road. Oh, this this is a movie that's going to reward rewatching because again, it's yeah. that whole everything interwoven all yeah. together. And that's it. I think the interwovenness is really what elevates it for me above just sort of any other anthology. I think obviously it's like apparently the scripting was quite the editing. Sorry, was really difficult because they had to try to get it all right. Yeah. Um, but I think it pays off and plays like so much more rewarding and satisfying for an audience than just like here are four stories or five stories or whatever. Where the- which was my fear of what it would be exactly. Yeah. And but some reason you just go through that next effort. You make them all intertwined, and it's it's the best experience. Yeah. It's so fun. You it know? sings. Yeah. There. Just speaking of like all the editing and work that had to go in it, there were eighteen drafts of the wow. script. Um, and the, the continuing theme. For the for the creators was it was about representing the journey you go on as you experience Halloween. So it's like okay. Dylan Baker and his son. It's about how you discover Halloween for the first time oh, by murdering Se- children. Yeah. The yeah. second one is you know the kids is you and your friends roaming around trick or treating and right. collecting pumpkins. Yes, yep. The Anna Paquin story is when you're a bit older and then it comes about going to parties and hooking up. <laughs> and then the final yeah. story is when you're old and you don't like to participate anymore because you're a curmudgeon. You're Fuck the this movie. That's great. They literally call him the Scrooge of Halloween. Amazing, amazing stuff. Yeah, again, like. Man, I wish we had more of them. Yeah. Really fun. And like, especially if you start getting people like Cargillian or Joe Hill or like these modern horror writers to come in and go, hey, write one, we'll work it into the into the five different stories or yeah, whatever. Yeah, awesome. It could be like VHS, but the goofy, fun, kooky. Yeah. I'm like, horror. There's, horror there's fans parts love of VHS that are pretty goofy and right. Okay. They're still spooky. I, again, I, I do love this this world, this like little mm. mini snapshot. It is also funny just flicking through that too that they had to create fake chocolate because no chocolate wanted to be associated with any of like the weaponized oh, the poisoning and putting. So there's one called plates. Big Fudge Log, which sense. is just very funny. <laughs> Big Fudge Log. Okay. Yeah. Fucking hell. All right, guys. Did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Ah, uh, it's so hard. Dylan Baker is an idiot. Oh, yeah. he's dumb as shit. But I, but it, it's weirdly. Again, but it's because he just keeps getting. It's because he kept getting away with yeah, it. Yeah, we saw him like, kill yeah. another. Kill the woman on the street. Yeah, yep. And he's also there's a second body in that hole that he digs. Yes, that's true. He's foolish, and then he gets his. He gets, he gets such a great come oh, up. Yeah, so too. satisfying. Check him off, Brian Cox. I don't think he's foolish. I think he puts up a good fight, and yeah. then ultimately the chocolate giving the the treat saves him. Yep. Yeah, for a certain time, a little bit. Yeah, yep. uh, Anna Paquin. Well, no, because like by, by the end no, of it, no. you're like, no, nah, this is all part of the yeah, master plan. Correct. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Well done. Uh, the kids who choose to oh that tease. dumb bully girl oh, oh you're an idiot she's an idiot you deserved it yep, yeah correct even it's it's all of them deserved I, it I, I measure not necessarily in what they do bad but anytime someone sees a pumpkin and then puts it out it's yeah. like you idiots mm. yeah. that's 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 just like you the golden rule of this yeah so 
with Leslie Bibb, obviously. Yep. Foolish. Yeah. But the, the two rules that you talked mm. about, Dan, at the very start, they do that like... um They give you four rules. That I infomercial think. for like, oh, yeah. what to do for Halloween. And it's like, don't be by yourself. Stay on the sidewalk. Yeah. Any of the characters that are by themselves or stray from the path, right. die. Yep. Exactly. This is where... So um, Anna Paquin, but... It's the flip she's, of it, well, really. She's the monster. She's, she's the, the monster. In that, in that yeah. instance, Dylan Baker is he by has strayed from, yes. from the past. And yeah. I like that because you see the what's the kid called? The little sackhead kid, Sam. Sam. You see Sam with Dylan Baker at the start, but Dylan Baker gives him chocolate, mm. so he's followed the rules. Yeah. And so he gets away with murdering children. <laughs> it's almost like mm. a polite respect. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The thing for Sam is that he's just separate to all of this. He's not there to punish wrongdoers. He's there to punish you if you. It, he's literally the trick. Yeah. So the whole thing of trick or treat is it's if you don't have candy, you mm. get a trick. That's yeah. what the trick or treat You get means. your house covered in toilet paper. Yeah. Right. For Sam, that's the whole thing. When he puts the blood all over the walls, trick or treat, give me something good to eat. Yeah. Like, you don't have a treat for me, you get a trick. And that yeah. trick is your death. You're yeah. dying, yeah. And then, But then for the serial killer, yeah, he strays off the path, he goes alone. Okay, well, you were doing well, and yeah. now you didn't, so you get punished. Even the woman that he kills, she's by herself. Right, like, she right. walks down, she's down an alleyway, she's Within, off the yeah. sidewalk. Yeah. And then she gets dragged into the alleyway again, and then she's dead. Yeah. Like, not necessarily she deserves it. I'm just saying that if you, right. everyone <laughs> who rules. goes, everyone who goes off the beaten path, yeah. including the school bus of kids, the bus driver, the kids who taunt the school kids, or who doesn't like participate in Halloween. You know, Rhonda keeps that pumpkin because she's like, if you don't, yeah, Rhonda's pumpkin, following the rules. Be, yeah. be safe. Big respect for yeah. Rhonda. I fucking love that moment where her and pumpkin and Sam cross paths, yes. and he just sort of like nods at her. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly the best moment of the movie. Uh, yeah. Happy Halloween to you, mum. <laughs> It's great stuff. Well, I also read, uh, yeah, I read at the start, there's this, uh, the newscast of the Halloween parade where they've got yeah. like the thing coming down the, the middle of the street and the reporter goes, werewolves, zombies and demons of every variety have descended on this normally sleepy town of Warren Valley, Ohio. And we literally get werewolves, zombies, as in the dead kids yep. and demons and demon. as in uh, Sam. So, like, yeah, like, again, it's just, like, it's throwing in all these little oh, Easter eggs. It's throwing in all these little The strings. rewatch will be very good. It's going to be a good time. I Put it on right now? Yeah, honestly, you could. It was that <sighs> It was that fun. Uh, boys, how do we do in the situation? Well, do we have access to the rules? The I think so. It's an infomercial. Yeah. Can I just say, I will put it out there. I think we're also fine because I think we've talked about how we love the vibe of Halloween. Yeah. We're getting in on board. If, the, if, if, if that little sack boy... Comes and knocks on my door and he wants some candy. He's getting candy. Yeah, yeah. So we're not we're not going to get killed by him. No, definitely not taking our decorations down because you wouldn't do that anyway. There's a chance. A chance I get killed by the werewolves. Oh. Sean, I'm just going to put it out there. If I feel the hint of Patrick Totopoulos' design in the air, I'll be like, I got to go <laughs> and see the, these werewolves. Yeah, I, I, I love that you're killed because of the design, and I know that I get killed by the werewolves because horny. Oh. Yep. But well, we're both horny. It's just we're horny for different things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay. What yeah. a way to go. What a way to go. Yeah. yeah. Unless I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh, come on. I could, I could be your, your pet friend. <laughs> Turn me. I'll become a. I'll slip it's, my skin off. I, I could. It's very funny because it's like a whole girls' trip thing. Yeah. And uh, at work, there's a group of girls who go out for lunch, and one of the girls will go around to people's offices and be like, "All right, girlies, we're going for lunch." And I'm part of that group. Oh, right. And when it's time to go to lunch, I get told, "Hey, girlie, are you coming to lunch?" So okay. I reckon maybe I'm okay. Okay, you've got the goods. I think <laughs> maybe my maybe my inherent Ken nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I, if anything, that's how I die. But yeah, I think right. we, I think we will largely save survive this film because we're not going to disrespect Halloween. I personally think the three of us are going to have a terrific Halloween. Like, yeah. We get to go to the town that is the most Halloween town you've ever seen. Oh. I think it would be literally a wonderful evening. It would be very fun. It would be a lot of fun. And we're rule boys. Yep. Yes, love them rules. Except there's a hint of werewolf. Can I ask, what costumes do we think we'd be wearing? So we, I, I've never really, obviously growing up in Australia, I've never, never really got the opportunity. I've, yeah. I've been to Halloween 
parties, yeah, like as a teenager and an adult, where there's been like themes and stuff. Maybe I maybe I give you, I phrase the question differently. Given all the horror movies we've now watched, right? Yeah, like yeah. If you had to dress up as one from a previous Scary Boy watch, yeah, Victor from Underworld. Okay, hey, yeah, okay. I could carry a sword all night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and have nah, blue probably, eye contacts um, in that look pointing in different, in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> probably, um, <laughs> I do like Dracula. I might go as Gary Oldman from Dracula. Oh, mate, great! It's an elaborate costume. Great Something choice. like Freddy Krueger would be fun. Yes, yep. yeah. yeah. If I can get my hands on a wetsuit that I can zip down to my navel, I might be going as Tom from uh, The Beast Must Die. Okay. Oh, when you said yes. wetsuit, I thought you were going to go with Sharni from Bait. Oh, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> just going as... <laughs> no one would know who you are. No, no. You, I'm Sha- Sharni Vincent. Yeah. yeah. We you would know. There's always someone with a really elaborate costume that has to be explained. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I mean, all I can think of now is that um, episode of It's Always Sunny where <laughs> um, Mac and Dennis are going as Mario and Luigi, but... Mac changes his mind and comes goes as Aragorn, who he calls Vigo, Vigo Mortenstein. <laughs> and and Dennis like, oh, you fucked me, man. People are looking at me like a weird Italian plumber. Who are you anyway? I'm the guy from Lord of the Rings, Vigo Mortenstein. That's not even his name. <laughs> who would you guys, man? So my like classic monster crush is, of course, oh, yes. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. We have not watched Creature from the Black Lagoon for this podcast. Yeah. But we have watched Monster Squad, which featured Gilman. Gilman. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go Gilman. You can go as Gilman. I can go as Dracula from Monster oh, Squad. Come on, Tom. You got to get on board the Monster Squad. Well, then Squad I'm train. going as a werewolf with testicles. There he is. <laughs> Wolfman's got nods. So to be honest, Tom, that's going to get you in with the werewolf babes. Oh, there we go. Oh, it's there all we coming go. together. And then once you're in, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> that or I get killed for appropriating the culture. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at something in front of us. Boys, that's what we're going as. Oh, we're wearing a red hat and a blue coat and a yeah, suitcase. Yeah. Three Paddington strolling down yep. the street. <laughs> oh, man. man. So, yeah, I think, obviously, yeah, we're doing just fine. Do you think we even notice Sam? Do we think no, we even notice anything's off in this town? No, I don't think so. We probably don't have a reason to notice him because if we're doing all the rules. Right. I yeah. think we're oblivious in this situation. Correct. He's probably holding up a picture of us and being like, everyone should fucking be like these guys. Yeah, they're setting Fuck. the standard I, I think Halloween. we see him and then the next year we come to Halloween and we all dress up as him and he's fucking like... Chuffed as he's shit. Off yeah. the chops. He's like, he's so yeah. takes his mask off. We shit our pants. <laughs> it's a little pumpkin boy. <laughs> what did we think of that pumpkin face? A goofy as shit, but I loved it. Yeah, goofy as shit, but I, I, I thought loved they it. really nailed the sackhead. Sackhead was fantastic. Didn't need to see what was under. But it. I loved that he was just pumpkin. Like yeah. when he's being shot, he's just seeds and pumpkin goo. So I did read. So for the the writer director, they had asked him like, "Oh, four sequels, rah rah." He's like, oh, "I'd love to show where Sam comes from," and he was talking about how he'd like he has this scene of him like literally just growing out of a pumpkin patch, and he said he saw this artwork. I can't remember who the artwork was by now, um, but basically it was this this piece of art of this pumpkin patch, and then in one of the corners of the of the scene was a pumpkin carving its own face, oh. and he's just like, "That's." Awesome. I love yeah. whatever this is. Yeah. And Sam kind of came from, from that, that idea. Yeah. Creates himself. Do you know yeah. what, boys? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something big here. Okay. I enjoy trick or treat. More than <laughs> what? I was I thought you were gonna go more than a certain other film. No, let you cook. I'm letting you cook. Okay. You it's not that. Okay. Um, so much that I am prepared to forgive Michael Doherty, yep. the director, oh, yeah. for yeah. how yeah. dirty he did Sally Hawkins in yeah. Godzilla, okay, God's a King of Monsters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that, um, that hurt you a lot, I know. You've been sitting with that for a while. Yeah. When, when I saw that he had made that movie, I was like, you, 
you don't deserve my respect or love. And <laughs> yeah. then I saw this movie and I was like, I've judged you harshly. Would you want to see Sally come back for Trick or Treat 2? Fuck yeah. If Sally Hawkins was in Trick or Treat 2 and she was a werewolf, I would die willingly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm going to rip you apart. You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fully aware. Yeah. I'm just walking around town covered in butter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, Sally. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scared of listeners like this show would like to help us out you can it's very easy you can save it at patreon.com forward slash scaredy boys five bucks a month you get access to a whole bunch of good scaredy boys spooky treats and some not so spooky treats to be honest otherwise you can also leave us a review wherever you listen as that helps us out a lot or if you want to send us an email you can do so at three scared boys at gmail.com or you can find us on instagram at scaredy boys podcast or on twitter at scaredy boys or individually i'm at midday pajamas i'm at carney from 55 i'm at awkward trade stay scared everyone They can just get in real quick and ruin your life.